Highfields Indie Wrestling Report at number 32, creeping for headlocks for hostage from CSW with Mr. Randy Chacon. Boom! Welcome to Minefields. Hey guys, it's Joshua Michael. This is actually round two. Uh, long story short, right before I started recording with Mr. Uh, Ruthless Landy Rude, uh, actually, we're actually talking to Mr. Randy Chacon here because we've got some serious business to talk about. Uh, after I uh, got off the phone with him last night, my uh, Mac took a crap and lost the entire audio, so I'm recording on two different things here. How you doing, brother? You know, I am... Do, I'm doing amazing, man. I'm doing great. I'm glad to be on the show again, man. I really am. Man, I, I appreciate your understanding. I called you right back, and I was like, man, I took a cra- <laughs> it, it, it crapped the bed, and you're like, oh, man. You're like, I got so lucky. You're just like, well, at least it happened with me and not like like Duke the Dumpster or someone like that, so we'll do it tomorrow. But from what I understand, yeah. good things have happened in 24 hours, haven't they? Uh, yeah, you know, like I was uh, saying, you know, I told you a little while earlier, I, uh, I'm really glad it's a blessing, actually, that we had to redo the interview because so much has happened in just 24 hours well, well, don't uh, that actually the interview, if people were just listening to it tonight that we recorded last night, half of the stuff has been like finalized and bumped up and bigger things uh, to start things off. We are sold out. That's right. 100%. The whole telethon all day long is sold out. Well, that's awesome to hear. I knew that was going to happen. Don't we always sell ourselves out, our, our, uh, our, our shows out? Well, you know, we always do, but that's the, the thing is, is that's one show one two-hour time frame we're doing three separate two-hour time frames on this uh for this telethon it's such a huge event um it's obviously like you said it's for hospice care uh sanger at a crystal community care uh such an amazing company and uh to be able to do this for them is such a wonderful thing it's such a i said it's a blessing for us to be able to help people that help families in one of the hardest times of a person's life. That's, there's no doubt about that, man. Before we get too much into that, you know, a couple of things we got to make sure everyone knows. Okay, so we're recording this on a Tuesday uh, Tuesday evening. The show is actually this Saturday on the 16th. Yep. Oh, no, today's the 16th, sorry. <laughs> on the, uh, the 20th at where – we, where are we doing this again, brother? Because you always say it better. Oh, it's at a uh, corner pocket and fountain down there off of Highway 85. The current home uh, of CSW. See the home of CSW. That's right. Uh, great people there at Fountain Corner Pocket. They're so inviting uh, to the wrestlers, to the fans, to everyone who comes in. Uh, the owner Gary is just a, a good guy who. Uh, He's just as excited about this event as the rest of us. Um, this is going to be such a historical event, and we all know it is. And um, 
there's never been nothing like this before. Well, tell this us is why. A, this is a brand new thing right here. You're talking about so, the idea of it being a telethon. Well, now, so I've heard that I've, that there it, there's been wrestling telethons before. So I can't come out and flat say this is the first ever wrestling telethon. Uh, I have not found one. I haven't seen one. Um, so as far as I know, this is the first wrestling telethon. Uh, it is definitely the first wrestling telethon to raise money for a hospice care. I guarantee you that one. Uh, this is something that uh, it's going to make a big difference, and it's going to help out a company that's a nonprofit organization uh, full of great people. Well, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about hospice. Tell tell me tell our listeners what hospice is and how you originally had your first uh, encounter with uh, with this hospital. Okay, so um, for those who don't are not aware of what hospice is, um, hospice is a facility, uh, an organization that helps out families and patients in the end of their time, end of their life. Um, it's something that nobody likes to talk about, uh, but it is something that everyone, no matter who you are, at one point in time, you're going to have to deal with it. Uh, the end is always there. It's going to happen. And these people every day help out all these families in that moment of time, the hardest time in their lives. When they're saying goodbye to a loved one, uh, that's their job is to help these people through that moment right there. And, and yeah, if, if you didn't know what hospice care was before we brought it up, count your blessings because it, it sucks. It's not, it's, uh, it's, it's not necessarily, you gotta, re, you gotta look at it from a different perspective just than doom and gloom because these people make you and your loved ones as comfortable as possible. They're rushing around to make sure that your loved one is clean, fed, comfortable, that you, your family are comfortable in, in, in whatever situation, whether they have to move hospice care to your home or the hospice care is actually performed in an actual like institution like a, a hospital, that sort of thing. It depends on the situation. Exactly. And that's exactly what Sangre de Crisco Community Care is about. Uh, they do both. We do. Uh, they do have a... Uh, what's called the Joni Fair Hospice House. Uh, Joni Fair is one of the founders of Sangre, uh, and they named the hospice house after her. Uh, I know Joni Fair personally. She is a wonderful woman. Uh, another thing most people don't know is I worked at Sangre to Crystal Community Care for three years. Tell us about that. Uh, I was uh, their maintenance and housekeeping guy. But I also, we always laughed because that was what was on my uh, name tag. And we'd always, everyone would always make the joke that, you know, we need to add another name, another title, another title, another title until my name tag was going to be nothing but, okay, Randy can do all of this stuff. And, you know, I mean, I cooked when they didn't have, when they didn't have a cook, when they didn't have a chef, I went into the kitchen and I cooked for all the patients uh, before I would start fixing everything and cleaning all the buildings, uh, you know, I would get there an hour early just so I could cook breakfast for all the patients. 
How did you even get involved with them? I mean, like, was it just like a, like you answered a job call or something like that or? Well, no, um, that's the other part about how, why I love this company so much. Uh, they have helped me personally on multiple occasions. Uh, one incident actually was where I had two grandmothers pass away one week apart to the day. And both of them were in the Joni Fair hospice house. And that comp th those people there, the nurses, the CNAs, uh, the grievance counselors, uh, everybody they have that is involved. They just took such good care of my family and uh they and i knew i was in love with this organization at that moment it, it, they completely took me away and then i find out that my grandfather who was also a hospice patient uh but he was home care uh had built the benches that still sit in the hall at the Joni fair house in the main hall of that building for the families to sit at and grieve together and comfort each other uh, those are built by my grandfather. Uh, my grandfather, my grandmother's names are on two beautiful doves. When you walk in the entryway of this building with golden wings. Hmm. And so I love my grandfather and I respect him so much. And he was what you consider a man's man of that era you know what i mean i do as the the guy that the guy that shaved his face with the with the bowie knife and you know then could still light a match with the damn thing uh you know and he could and he could build anything my half my stuff in my house is built by him uh you know to be able to be a, attached to that and help that for three years and uh it was so so important to me and it just it changed my life forever uh the reason for this event happened because of me working there and that's plain and simple well what, what, uh, was, the, what was the catalyst i mean like surely something should have happened that made you put like wrestling and hospice care together i mean it's got to be something it there was it absolutely was uh you know i I had been there for a couple years by this point. Every nurse, every staff member, the volunteers, all the people that work in the main office area, all the way up to Tara, the CEO, they all knew I loved one, one thing in this world more than anything else, and that was professional wrestling. And one day I had been there for a couple years by this point, I get a call from the nurses and they tell me they need my help with a patient right away. That I'm the only person in the company that can help this situation. And I had no idea what they were talking about. And I go in there, I talk to the nurses and they said, okay, she just got here and she needs to find the USA network because Monday Night Raw is about to start, and if she misses wrestling, she's going to lose her mind. And I just kind of smiled and said, I got it. I can take care of this. And as I'm walking out of the nurse's station, I hear one of them, well, I'll add another one to your name tag. <laughs> and I go in the room. I, uh, I talk to her, and I'm like, hey, I hear somebody in here loves wrestling. She's like, yes, and I need Raw and all this. 
So I turned on the TV. I found the USA Network for her. I got her all set up. But then I decided I'd go ahead and clock out, and I'd spend a couple hours with her and just sit there with her. Did you get to watch Raw with her? Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Unfortunately, I had to get home to the wife and kids. Uh, but, uh, you know, we definitely had plenty of time to talk some really good wrestling. And she had told me that the one thing that upset her more than the fact that she's in a hospice house. That's the thing that really got me. Is She's in a hospice room. And the only thing on this woman's mind is wrestling. Wow. Okay. Keep that in mind. Now, you got to put that into this whole conversation now. Right. This isn't just, oh, I'm talking to a person in a hospital. It, okay, so... And then she told me she's so upset because she has no way to watch SummerSlam, that which was happening to be that Sunday. Gotcha. Well, I went. I got uh, my. I went and got a Fire Stick. I hooked it up in her room, signed into my WWE network for her, and I let her sit there and watch SummerSlam. That's awesome. On a bonus, I also let I I put it in there about two days before SummerSlam, so. She spent two days, 24 hours straight, doing nothing but watching wrestling. And every day, twice a day, I'd go in there, and I'd take it probably, I'm not going to lie, I'd take an extra five minutes cleaning her room because I had to talk about what was coming up and, you know, how much she loved Dean Ambrose. Who who were her guys? Was Ambrose, or, like, was she more of a face or a heel person? Uh, she was definitely, well, this is a, you know, a few years back. She was, it was when the shield was big. Uh, she was huge on the shields all about him. And, uh, she loves Cena. So yeah, she was pretty face. She loved the faces. So, uh, you know, to make another bright side for, her, uh, as you've seen, I have a bunch of the replica, you know, the replica championship belts Yep. that I've collected over the years. And she had never seen a champ, an actual belt in real life. So I grabbed one and took it down there and let her hang on to it for the day. Which one was it? It was the uh, Smoking Skull belt. The Stone damn, Cold. The damn treat right there. That's a good one. You're damn right. It's a belt dedicated to my brother. And uh, we'll be talking a lot about that come September. So you'll be ready for that one. I will. Now uh, I... Tell, I want to rewind here a little bit. What was the look on her face when you pulled that belt out? Oh, she freaked. She freaked out. I walked in the room with that, and she's like, can I hold it? Can I hold it? And I was like, of course. And I handed the belt to her, and she throws her phone at me. She's like, you've got to take my picture. And, then, and I took about 15 pictures of her posing and flexing and smiling. And, like, it was the coolest thing she had ever experienced. And then she had to FaceTime her daughter across the country with the belt on her shoulder, you know, so that she could tell her daughter that she's the champion. That's awesome. You know, and then she got to, and I let her hang on to the belt till after SummerSlam. You know, I let her enjoy it. It it meant that much to her. It was totally worth doing, you know. Didn't bother me one bit. It made me feel amazing to do that. Uh, Now, you know, and Shortly after that, unfortunately, she did pass away. Um, But to be able to say I helped her enjoy her life that much at the last, at the end, to know I did that is, oh, brother, 
there's no feeling like it in the world. I bet. It's too bad. Uh, well, I mean, HIPAA's there for a reason, but I know you can't disclose her name, but what my point is is that I wish we could have at least named it off her, you know? Oh, I know. I know. If I could, I would. Um, but, you know, uh, the respects of things. So, yeah. Uh, I, I, but she's in my heart forever. I will say that. And when I, that was where the first vision of, man, wouldn't it be cool? Because, okay, the one thing I got to re- tell you real quick is Sangre, they do tons of great uh, community programs. Now, of course, all of those have obviously been put on hold uh, for, you know, the COVID and all that. But uh, I have been part of some historical, fun moments that they do they do a motorcycle run every year uh it it's a great time i did i rode in it uh they ride from pueblo up to bishop's castle and back uh they do a kickball tournament every year uh i can proudly say i told a denver bronco because they had the denver broncos come down and be part of the tournament i was a referee for it and i can (laughs) say that i told the denver bronco he struck out in kickball (laughs) Well, that's because you hate the Denver Broncos. <laughs> well, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, you know, I, well, that thing you can't go there, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if it was if it was any time before 2013, you know, well, maybe 12. I don't know how much of a. I wasn't living here at the time. I don't know how yeah. how actually. No, it was, in, it was in the heyday. So it was, it was right yeah. when uh the the pats and the broncos really did not like each other at all Mm -hmm. it was the peyton manning tom brady day so and i showed up in my ref shirt and a patriots hat and the ceo (laughs) of uh sangre looks at me and she goes really (laughs) she would and of course she wouldn't expect anything less from me yeah uh and you know and i hammed it up because the news was there we had a great time uh, when he struck out, he got all in my face, but he kind of grinned at me. So, you know, he gave me the Iggy and I was like, all right, well, Hey, you know, I'll throw you out of this game and started getting huffy. And one of the court, uh, the programmers for hospice is like, Randy, don't throw him out. He's a Bronco. And, uh, you know, my son's in the backfield yelling, you could kick his ass. You know, talk about the Bronco can kick my ass. Cause he's a Bronco fan. Uh, it was hysterical. And the, crowd loved it you know so i mean yeah this they do these kind of things for the community uh that are so wonderful they have one that i used to cherish so much and i miss it and this one i really miss uh they do a remembering ceremony every year where they put a glass tree up and every person that's that hospice has helped over that year gets to bring a candle up and set it on this glass tree. Oh, that's awesome. And I used to set that tree up every year for that event. And I'll tell you the truth. The last one I did, Oh, and it chokes me up a little bit. Okay. Cause the last one I did when I was walking, trying to leave the building, all the families had already filled in. Okay. I'm trying to walk down this aisle to get out of so that they can start the ceremony. And it took me 45 minutes to get out of that room because of so many families that stopped me just to shake my hand or hug me or just thank me for being there during that time. And I said, they're going away. I just fix stuff in clean rooms. But 
Well, that's the you importance. Know. That's the importance of, of uh, and, and definitely should hammer home why hospice care is so important. And even just the slightest gesture when someone is in that sort of mental um, environment, uh, physical environment, whether they're there to say goodbye to a loved one or be there with them because you, you know it's coming close, or and the people that are actually gone, it, it, it really lasts. You know, lasting impression. You'll you'll, re- you'll remember them forever. But I'm I'm proud of you, man. Because actually, a lot of things I'm actually proud of you right now. And I'm not uh, before I even get into it. Uh, like just I'm getting somewhere with this. Uh, I I keep listening to little AEW podcasts, and, and I, at first I was like, man, these guys are just you know really really kissing each other's butt on this one. But then the more I listened to it, it wasn't. I shouldn't have jumped to that conclusion right off the bat because they had some they had made something to be proud of, like. That yeah. they built from nothing for wrestlers by wrestlers, you know, uh, a viable alternative. They're happy to see each other. They're happy to show up to work. They're going crazy right now because you know they can't see each other the way they want to. But um, my my point here is is that well, first off, we've we've passed our one year friendship anniversary, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, we sure have. Yeah. Um, that year kind of flew by, didn't it, brother? It did. I mean, like, because I, I decided – we were already doing the comic podcast, and I, I my partner uh, that I do this with, Colin, I was like, you know, I think I want to start doing wrestling stuff. And he was like, all right. <laughs> he's like, go do it. And he's like, I'm yeah. – so I started showing up at all the shows and bugging all y'all, and then you're the one of the first ones to be like, okay, let, let's give you a chance. And uh, it, it, it paid off. And I remember uh, one of the first tastes of the business I got was – a email from you being like hey some crap went down and uh you know a, a local territory was really doing a lot of people wrong and you were part of it and you know there was some lines in the sand drawn but you messaged me as professional as you can like listen this is happening right now i want your podcast to succeed if you can't work with me i'll understand i won't take it personally and i was like oh hell no that like no 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 i i, I know history and uh, second yeah. off, you were one of the only ones that ever backed me and had faith in, in the product that we're making here at Minefield. So <laughs> I don't give a shit what what lines there are. Uh, I stick with, you know, my – I'm loyal. Like that's – Well, that, that you are. And, uh, you know, I, I thank you for that. Uh, you know, yeah, that was that was a tough, tough time for me right there because there was a moment where I was hanging it up. I had made a decision, uh, you know, it was a rough road at the, uh, where I was before and it ended in a rough way. And, uh, so, that, that, that the, the, one of the best point, one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this up was a, no one's ever gotten to talk about it. B also, it really shows resilience in, in how the wrestling business really works. Uh, if, as long as you're playing the right way. And because like all of a sudden you were, you're pretty much just second banana and then all of a sudden you were done and you know, lines were drawn and then all of a sudden this opportunity comes for you to start working for CSW and it just kind of went from one place to another. I, I, the reason I'm bringing it up is the parallel of you being upset. It was the last time that you were setting up the, the tree, you know, you weren't able to, obviously like when you have to move on for a job, it's, you know, for obvious reasons, you know, you've got a family, you got to make more money. But yeah. the other thing is that having that that sense of purpose. I mean, obviously you've got kids in a family. There's there's purpose there too. But the periphery one that comes out of nowhere. Uh, that if you if you don't have that very often, you know that it, it 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 sucks. But now you're doing even better now because you're doing the show. 
But after almost hanging up your 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 uh, your Spurs there, man. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, I was I actually was technically done in the business for twelve hours. Uh, I resigned from the former company, and when I resigned, I had said I was done. I was done. I that was it. I was done. I was going to go work a full time job and. That was it. Uh, and uh, Susan Chavez, Animal Sam, I'm going to give a huge shout out to Animal Sam and Daisy. Uh, they were the first people to contact me, and it was almost right away after I announced that. Sam, uh, Sam. Sam got a hold of me, and he was like, hey, brother, what are you going to do? And I said, I don't know. And he's like, well, whatever you do, just know you're a brother, and I love you. And Daisy said pretty much the same thing. But then it was Susan who shows up that day and said, why don't you run CSW? Right on. Uh, oh, and I – Hold on. I, 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 I got to say that Sam is the man, man. Sam and Daisy. Uh, other than uh, hot ladies texting me in the middle of the night, uh, his are my favorites. <laughs> he, he, he's, he, he always cracks me up, man. He, he's he's, yeah, he's he, hilarious. He's always been a good brother. Yeah, well, and that's it. Uh, he, he always has and he always will be. So, you know, they they pushed me. And then with Susan offering to let me run CSW, and she gave me the reins. She said, "It's run it. However you want, you run it. And, uh, you know, that was back in September. Uh, we did Unlucky Odds. And you were, you were, you've been there at every show since that event. And it it changed. CSW changed on that night right there. I just, and I just got lucky, man. We were you and I. You and I were sitting in your backyard, and uh, I just met, happened to mention I've got a sound system. And you're like, "What did you just say?" <laughs> well, that, that was it. I needed a sound guy. The the all the planets were aligning perfect for you because you wanted a way to get into this business, and I needed a sound guy and. And you happen to run a pretty awesome podcast, by the way, if I do say so. Well, uh, listen, I listen to it all the time. Uh, cheap plug. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I thoroughly loved the Duke the Dumpster Drossy interview. Uh, anyone out there, if you have not listened to it, oh, my God. Get on some plain format and listen to that interview. It's worth the every second of it. It's so well done, man. Thank you, man. That was a that was a difficult one. I remember when we started it because uh, I had Slick on with me and um, uh, Sergeant Slick for uh, one of my uh, best new friends. Man, he's amazing. Uh, he's a good brother. And uh, yeah. I was like, okay, here's what I do want to talk about. Here's what I don't want to talk about. He's like, oh, don't talk about that. And I was like, okay, but if he does, you know, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna tread lightly. And then it ended up it, it was not a, it wasn't really it was still a wrestling podcast. Like I was having to describe to a family member the other day, like, man, these guys must really hurt when they're when they're older. I'm like, oh my god, you have no idea. <laughs> like, yeah, like I firsthand account, like you know, from everything we've listened to and we know about the business. But having him tell us about it, losing, having his foot amputated, and like, oh, it was, you know, all that, all that stuff. It was, it was heavy. It was heavy duty, man. And um, yeah. I appreciate you uh, with the hookup for that one as well. But um, well, uh, well, Mike's a good guy. He really good guy. Uh, he supports CSW. Uh, him and I chat quite a bit, and 
you know, um, uh, Duke, Duke the dumpster. He, you know, and, uh, you know, I knew you would enjoy it and that you would do a good job. I didn't realize you'd do that good of a job, but I knew you'd do a great job. So, you know, you surpassed yourself on that interview. Uh, that'll be the bar right there from now on. Well, there'll, there'll, so, be, there'll be more to come, man. There'll be more to come, but let's talk. No, about- you bet there is. Uh, let's, but you, you know, uh, and that's all going to start with this wonderful event coming up on Saturday. Okay. Before we that's get to what all of this circles into, right. Cause that's why I've been asking about your history on that one. The circle and to tell us, give me some, okay. So we already know how it happened. We know why yeah. it happened, but how is it gonna happen? So g- break it down from the beginning. Like, uh, like g- give a give the listeners who ha- aren't like behind the scenes uh, a, a rundown. Like starting from like we're gonna all be there at eight in the morning. Oh yeah, it's a uh, it's a all day telethon, guys. We are gonna be broadcasting from eleven o'clock in the morning until ten o'clock at night, and we are gonna r- all raise money for San Greta Crystal Community Center. Uh, it's, we are going to, uh, be broadcasting in two hour time frames with matches. Uh, the first one being 11 to one. The second one will be four to six. The third one will be, uh, eight to 10 and all three time slots are completely sold out. I, it makes me proud to say that one right there. Uh, and it's going to be a great event. Um, the whole thing will be streamed on Facebook and YouTube live. Uh, you will. We have a GoFundMe set up for anyone out there that wants to donate. Please, please go to GoFundMe, look up Headlocks for Hospice, and give us a donation. Whether it's a dollar, whether it's five dollars, whether it's fifty dollars, uh, money is a tight thing for everyone right now, and we understand that completely. Uh, so every little bit, every little tiny bit counts you know we want to make this a huge event so that people can see that professional wrestling can help the world that we have that kind of power and passion you know uh it's this is gonna be such a historical moment for all of professional wrestling one of the one of the things before before we get too far into it one of the things that i remember when i first started learning about csw and figuring out if something I it's something I want to like you know actually invest in uh, journalistically uh, my own personal time and for my own development within the business because you know where I would where I want to be and how I and what I want to do uh, it's not wrestling but uh, I got to pay my dues first is that someone mentioned to me that well Colorado Springs wrestling is good but it's just you know that's just that Colorado Springs wrestling and I was like man that's kind of BS because we get. Like all of the territories here work really well. We get people from Utah, uh, Denver. Uh, we got Devotion in Utah. There's um, Primos. Uh, shout out to Joey. Uh, there's also um, New Era. Uh, what am I forgetting, man? We, uh, who are the dudes in Pueblo one more time? Because I'm, I'm. Oh, we got Reden- uh, Redemption. Uh, that's the other thing is this event, this Headlocks for Hospice event. It's not just CSW. This is a huge event uh you would almost say it's um united i, I agree uh, i agree so it's uh redemption championship wrestling it's colorado springs wrestling and all the way from utah it's devotion championship wrestling 
coming out to show hospice love and help raise money for them. It, that's so huge right there. Three companies, which also means these fans are going to see six title matches Saturday night. The For any wrestling fan out there, that's yeah. mind-blowing. Yeah, that's mind-blowing. Maybe three, but not six. <laughs> six title matches. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's gonna be a historical night, a day, all day long. Uh, a huge thing. Domino's Pizza. Domino's just decided today uh, that they want to jump on board with us, and they are donating one large pizza for every single table for each time slot. Okay, before let me stop you right there because before we start talking food. We need to make sure that everyone knows uh, how we are the uh, pioneers right now of uh, athletic events right now with the current uh, guidelines for COVID. Tell us more about that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, the way we're doing it is we are doing tables only. We're not doing ringside seating like the normal rows, stuff like that. Uh, it's only tables. You have to purchase a whole table uh, in its entirety, it's four seats, $100. Uh, obviously, all the money goes to hospice, but the tables make it a lot easier. We can do six feet apart, uh, adhere to social distancing. Uh, all the Everything will be wiped down, sanitized, cleaned in between each event. Uh, the reasoning for the couple-hour time frame in between each live uh, broadcast uh, we will we take the safety of our wrestlers, our fans, our sponsors, uh, anyone who wants to come support us. We take that very, very serious, and we want them to feel comfortable and safe. And that's why Domino's has decided that at each time slot, when you come in, there will be a pizza waiting for you. Uh, Noise. And it'll be in the Domino's box waiting for you. Touchless delivery, just like they say uh, on the commercial, all the good stuff. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, Absolutely. Well, one of the other good things is um, it's not just to – it's not just for – there's a lot of different good things going on here. Obviously, we talk about how good it is to, you know, to, you know pay, pay our dues, uh, take good care of good causes and, and, and give back. But also another thing that's very important is uh, for, for you audience members – You've been chomping at the bit for wrestling. You have no idea how crazy the wrestlers have been in the past three and a half months not getting to work out, see their brothers uh, and sisters, uh, you know, spar in the squared circle. It has been driving them completely mad. So that's one thing I can't wait for that because a lot oh, of people absolutely. were really worried. Oh, wrestling's done. Oh, it's not done. We'll figure it out. Uh, that's it. We just all had to be patient. That's all we had to do. And it, I see bright horizons coming. Uh, I feel good. I, I feel better about this event than I have about, honestly, anything I've ever done. And that's including concerts. That's including all my wrestling events. That's, you know, I just, it, this is good. This, this has a good feeling. Um, it, you know, we're... <sighs> Man, it just the power of professional wrestling, brother. You know what I mean? I agree. And it's not just uh, uh, your homegirl that was, you know, about to pass it, you know, still chomping at the bit for it, even though she knew the end was near. But I, one of my 
favorite things to hear from anyone I interview that's in the business or just loves wrestling is that wrestling saved me. Wrestling saved me. They, they all say it. And uh, yeah. they, they wrestling, it. it it makes you part of something. And you know whether you're a wrestler, whether you're a fan. It, you know, and that's the thing that CSW, at least since I took over, what I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be this intimate feeling. Mm-hmm. You're part of us. You're one of us. We are not anything without the fans losing their mind. And you hear me say it so much, I sound like a broken record, but CSW has the greatest fans in the state of Colorado. One of my uh- – Agreed. Agreed. And one of my favorite things that like brings like he's not like a, a big wrestling fan, but I was listening to a Joe Rogan. Uh, I was watching Joe Rogan's last stand up, and I'm 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 not gonna butcher the joke, but he was talking about wrestling, and he was like, "Who here likes Ric Flair?" And he holds the mic mic out, and with no hesitation, the entire crowd goes, "Whoa!" And he's like, "We didn't even rehearse that. <laughs> like you just knew what to do." And that's what the wrestling community is like, you know. Like when you go to the shows, guys, it's it's your first CSW show or any show you go to, just get a <laughs> really soak it in when you get to watch people, like when Cruz comes out and the Puerto Ricans just lose it. <laughs> they lose their damn mind. And, uh, you, you know, they, they're all, they're all chanting in Spanish. The very specific thing you got to say when Cruz comes out and leaves, you know what I'm saying? Or, uh, hey, I can't wait try to hear. To talk, try to talk about Balaam links versus the bearded lady at Ruta Palooza. Oh Jesus. That was great. Okay. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I guarantee that's probably on a nomination for match of the year. Oh, uh, another thing that's coming up, man! Shout out to Miss Lilith Grimm. This is her, uh, this is her singles debut. Yes, we announced that today. My personal bodyguard, Lilith Grimm, will make her in-ring debut live at Headlocks for Hospice. And man, she's kind of got those cards stacked up against her at this one, doesn't well, she? Well, it's uh, Heidi Hallitzer, man. And if I was a betting man, uh, my money's going to go on Miss Heidi Hallitzer. Hey, well. <laughs> Never underestimate the ugly world order. Well, I'm not. Okay. I'm not trying to bring out ruthless Randy Rude right now. We're not done with the interview. <laughs> I'd say, whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, we're trying now, to keep there, this... there, You were talking about how bad the wrestlers are chomping at the bit, right? Well, yeah. there it is. You went there, uh, uh, like okay, he, Randy Rude is dying to see these fans Saturday. Yeah, we'll we'll keep them keep them restrained at the moment because we're trying to keep this a PG show because you're going to be on what you're going to be on Fox on Friday night. Uh, what are you doing Thursday morning? Okay, so yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I've ar- uh, I've already done two podcasts. Uh I'm doing another one tomorrow. I've got uh to Thursday morning is great. I am going to be on Good Morning Colorado on KRDO Channel 13 from uh, broadcasting from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. Uh, it's going to be great. I'm so excited for that. I'm an early bird person myself, so I watch that show every morning. and it, So it's kind of neat that I'm going to be on there. I'm really excited. I'm honored that Channel 13 wants to do that. On top of that, Friday, I will be on uh, Fox 21 as well. So we'll be promoting the show both on Channel 13, Channel 21. Uh, This is going to be such a wonderful event. Uh, I I am so excited. uh, I've put more work and effort into this 
than any other event I've ever done. And it's going to be so worth it when we realize what a wonderful thing we've done. Not just raising money for hospice, but helping the fans know professional wrestling is here and it didn't, it didn't go anywhere. Uh, we are ready to entertain and break hearts again. Some of the some of the best wrestlers in the entire region, including uh, Utah, are going to be here. Big Guns, uh, Balaam Lynx, Damon Ace, uh, Logan Austin, uh, Eric Angel. Um, man, if I leave, if I get your name right now, don't uh, don't give me no heat. It's just because I'm trying to think hey, on the fly. Here. You know what? There's 15 matches over two or three two hour time frames. This is going to be a epic event. Uh, uh, like I said, six titles. It's you. You fans are gonna see so many greats throughout the whole day, and it's just it's gonna be a blast. We're gonna have so much fun. This is a first annual event, by the way. We have decided that uh, Headlocks for Hospice will be an annual event that we will do every year. Nice. Uh, we're going to do it every year in June to kick off the summer. Uh, and next year, oh, you fans have no idea what we got in store for you. The one, so, thing, the one, the one thing I really selfishly hope comes out of this is that uh, CSW gets established as not just uh, Colorado Springs because we branch so far out. I'm My... In my mind, like the sky's the limit, but like it, the the very least to be the next PWG, where everyone that gets to wrestle in CSW, if they're wrestling in CSW, know that there's there's bigger things from the way PWG is for everyone, pretty much that's in all elite wrestling right now. Young Bucks, Brian Cage, uh, hell, even WWE guys have been there. Kevin Owens, El Generico. I mean, like I want it. I want I want this to help us on the, the right path to become the, the PWG of the Indies for Colorado. Oh, you know, I appreciate that. I like the way you think. I mean, it's, uh, I, the sky's the limit, man. I mean, uh, the fans are loving us almost as much as we love them. And it shows, uh, the shows are so entertaining every month. Uh, people just freak out. You know, over certain wrestlers, I have been stopped in Walmart. I have been stopped in restaurants. I have been stopped all over the place, and I love it. I'll tell you that right now. That's a hundred percent truth. I just it it makes me feel like I'm doing my job if they tell me what wrestler they hate. <laughs> That's the best part, man. They hate. <laughs> you know, uh, they it, it's a, it's a great feeling because that means you know there's people everywhere doing that are getting into this and it we're gonna get bigger we're gonna get you know like i said sky's the limit that's there's so much stuff in store for csw uh as you, you know and uh, pretty much everybody knows by now uh i did purchase csw just not too long ago correct uh, i am the owner of csw now uh, we went from a year ago, I was in a tough situation to now I own this company. And I, I tell you right now, I love Susan Chavez for 
uh, helping get my passion back and then offering to sell me the company because she just, she knew it was in good hands. Uh, you know, uh, for people who don't know, uh, the story behind it is that her late husband, he created CSW, Chris Chavez, and, uh, he unfortunately passed away in a fatal car accident years, a few years ago. So like December, uh, it was December 2017 or early January 2018. That's how I first found out about CSW. In fact, uh, I wanted to go to it, but I know how tight knit the wrestling comp, you know, the wrestling everything is with people. I, I would have felt, I'm sure I'd have been welcomed, but I still would have felt like, like I, like I didn't, it's not that I, did, I wouldn't belong, but you know, it, I'd have felt like I was crashing a funeral. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I, unfortunately I never got to meet Chris. I wish I would have. I everyone's told me him and I would have got along really well. Uh, but you know, she kept his, she kept his vision alive and she did it as long as she could. And, you know, when I came onto the scene, she saw, here's somebody that is going to take this thing and take it to what her late husband visualized what he wanted to happen, you know? And, uh, the best way for me to do that is for me to own the company. And I grace, I gracefully accepted. And, you know, now I own CSW and things are about to get huge. Okay. We have got great things in planned. Uh, fans, you better be ready. Uh, it's going to be amazing. There's so much stuff, and it all starts at Headlocks for Hospice. Well, uh, you know, a lot of people, you're hearing a lot of companies talking about a reset button, right? Yeah. Uh, there's no reset button in CSW. They, the UWO will be there. Big Guns will be there. Uh, Captain Stevens will be there. Games Master will be there. Manny Lemons will be there. You know, it's going to be what CSW fans remember, and they're going to be excited. Even uh, Hollywood and Vernola are going to be welcomed in. Are you going to be in a good uh, good mood enough that time uh, to uh, do a good job? Because I was, I, I love Vernola, I love Hollywood, but I really love how much uh, ruthless Randy Rude hates on them in the shows, man. But keep it. <laughs> Keep it down right now. Save it for later. I say, I well, say, I say uh, they'll be there. Of course, uh, Vernola and Hollywood will be there. Hollywood and the Great Hoff are actually hosting Headlocks for Hospice. Yeah, you, you, uh, pick, you pick good with that, man. Vernola is quick on the fly. He's a great voice entering, man. We're doing good, man. Yeah. I'm confident. <clears throat> yeah, Vernola will be there. Uh, the UWO's ring announcer, uh, Chad Kalina, will be there for the late night show as well. Okay, cool. So... Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great show, entertainment beginning to end. You just can't go wrong. Well, too bad if you uh, sorry if you didn't get a seat, folks, because we are sold out. Uh, That's right, sold forget, out. You can still watch. You can still talk trash on the Facebook page. Just search for Colorado Springs Wrestling while we're streaming live. Uh, thanks to Mr. Hollywood. Also, uh, go to the GoFundMe. Just search for Headlocks for Hospice. If you can give 25 cents, 50 bucks, whatever you got, we understand you're, everyone's hurting right now. Uh, we're, we're doing our best. But uh, 
Uh, I guess, you know, honestly, man, uh, go ahead and lead us out. You know, uh, thank you for Joshua and everyone at Minesville for all the support and love they've always given us. Thank you to all you fans out there for all the love and support to CSW. We're not going to let you down. Uh, Thank you to all the sponsors, all the people out there that have been supporting Headlocks for Hospice. Uh, Obviously, Reliable Roofing, Cornerstone Mortgage, Bravo Auto, uh, Dragon's Horde, uh, Mike's Custom Wood Design. What else we got? We've got uh, Domino's Pizza, guys. uh, I mean... God, I I forgot some, and I'm sorry because I started rambling. But uh, thank you so much, everyone, every single person that's done anything whatsoever to help on this event. I personally love you and thank you. Uh, We will see everyone Saturday. Please tune in live on Facebook or YouTube. Just go to Colorado Springs Wrestling. Check it out. Get yourself situated. Make a day of it. Barbecue and celebrate with CSW as we are back. Well, guys, this is dangerous. This transmission is over, but not too dangerous because we're we're taking care of COVID guidelines. Don't worry. (laughs) Later, guys.